0: 可以 the TCU podcast. I am your host Jonathan Andre Culliton, and today we discuss a film that is one many would call a trans and queer allegory. It most certainly is one of the finest and most popular pieces of cinema by trans filmmakers. I am of course talking about The Matrix. Released in 1999, the film stars Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving in a tale of rebirth, recalibration, and reclamation. This movie spawned three sequels, and together they made $1,788,319,000. But of course, this was in fake society matrix money written and directed by Lily and Lana Wachowski, whose unique storytelling and visuals is the beating heart of this franchise. And I know today's guest is rip raring to go to discuss. He is a writer and director who created the series Demon Hunter. So if you've ever watched Buffy and said, I wish this was gayer, you can catch this show on Amazon Prime, here TV, and anywhere you demand that video. That show is under our guest Freaky Fighty Funny Films Prodco, which he co-founded with husband Robert Rice. He's a former writing instructor at the Harvey Milk School and founder of the LGBTQIA TV writers resource group. His pad is decorated with Photoshop pictures of his husband and him as iconic cinematic couples so I know he knows a thing or two about queer cinema and queering cinema.
1: It's Tim O'Leary. Welcome Tim. Hey oh my god hearing all of that listed in, in one after another I was like I am the queerest person in the world. Bop. Bip. Bop, <laughs> queer. Just gay. Cunts. So gay. So <laughs> queer. So very thoroughly LGBTQIA+.
0: <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you look over at my IMDb uh-huh. It's it's very gay. And then you get to Demon Hunter and unless you know it's gay, it's like, doesn't look as gay. And so I'm like, I need this to be called Gay Demon Hunter.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I I read a comment somebody wrote where they saw just the still of the two guys shirtless holding weapons, oh. which is our promo for Demon Hunter. The green uh, main... guys? No, 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 it's no, a, um, with the, the main characters. Yeah, yeah. Copy, copy, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like, I, like, when I, when we, sh- when we used that as the photo, I was like, two hot, sweaty, you know, shirtless guys, blah, blah, blah. like, obviously yes. this ha- is extraordinarily homoerotic, yes. but I forgot that, like, the 80s macho action movie posters, which I was kind of basing this on, yes. are homoerotic by nature. So the guys that love the 80s action movies, they saw that and they didn't think gay. They just saw like two guys holding weapons in a fighting pose and they're like, oh yeah, yeah this is That's awesome. okay, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> and that, yeah, and then <laughs> like, three minutes into the first episode you see a guy completely naked and then two guys start making out and I think they were like wait a minute no stop and so I apparently am tricking some people into watching something gay which I think is well I've heard you call the trick before so this shoe fits (laughs) (laughs)
0: um iconic well thank you for that Uh, we're going to start our our show as usual with our nostalgia scan. Our scanner, of course, reads from zero to 100. Okay. And as usual, I've powered our scanner on real tea, but this time I've used the Oracle's spoon to stir it a few times. Tim, in the words of Trinity, let me give you one piece of advice. Be honest, the scanner knows more than you can imagine. <laughs> There so is no scammer. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> let's ask ourselves, how much nostalgia do we really have for The Matrix? Tim, I know you as a Hollywood gay are not afraid of new technology that cryo frees the cupping. I know you're not afraid, but would you like me to go first and show you how it works? I would. <laughs> I would like that very much. Thank you. Scanning. Well, you know, The Matrix is a huge influence on me. Changed my world the first time I watched. I remember watching and just being like, okay, now I'm different than I was like a few hours ago. My mom also loved the movie. So it was a DVD purchase that was playing in our house that usually went hand in hand together also just an iconic moment for queer directors, as I mentioned, and it doesn't matter to me that they were pre-transition, although, of course, I will point out that navigating Hollywood as whites as males did help their trajectory. However, it doesn't negate the fact that they were people that were going through a struggle in a time period that I'm not too unfamiliar with. So I still give it to them. I love them and I love their storytelling. It's gonna be a healthy 93 for me. What about you, Tim? Scatting. It's
1: it's up there. You know, I watched it again just recently to sort of refresh my memory, even though I've seen the movie a thousand times. And I remember watching it as a, I I am just gonna show my age, and I'll say that I was a freshman in college when it came out, and um, a young
0: I, Doogie freshman in college, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a,
1: a, a young, you know, well. dewy-eyed, wayfish, Other string likes. bean child. <laughs> no, it's funny when I was a senior in college, or so a freshman at college. I was as tall as I am now, which is six foot. Two, yes, about fifty pounds thinner Holy it was shit. very yeah it was very it was funny because I remember like thinking I was like clothes don't look good on me the way that they <laughs> to look good on me and then I was like oh I was a coat hanger in the, <laughs> like back then like you just oh, yeah it's it was it was not the body it was just the clothes so uh, yeah just, yeah anyway I press. <laughs> uh, but um I uh I I just remember watching it and I was so it yeah uh, I was already out at the time but yeah. I didn't see a lot of not only queer representation, but I was never really reading a lot of queer themes into into works unless they were um, explicit. I was kind of dumb, but it's funny <laughs> watching it now, with the with not only the lens of 2022, but especially knowing what Lily and Lana were going through at the time. And you, it's so out there. It's so, it's so clear, but particularly, I mean, obviously with Switch, the character Switch, but Mm -mm. even Trinity. And I remember being so drawn to Trinity, not as obviously not in like a romantic way, because I'm super gay. She's kind of twinky though. But it was, it's just like, and not even like, like a fierce diva worship thing. I just remember loving Trinity and wanting to be Trinity because there was such a, Oh, can I swear? I can't remember. Of course. Okay. it so, all the way. All right, great. So there was just such a genderfuck quality to her mm-hmm. where she was so androgynous, which was so sexy and sexual and the way that they really let her be androgynous and be the the, the hottest part of that movie, yeah. I thought was so queer and so provocative and like in hindsight i'm like that's why i was drawn to her is because she wasn't you know in a in a bikini with the long blonde ponytail like she really right. looked like she was somewhere in this world between male and female which is why it was just so exciting i think um right and and honestly i'm not gonna lie i wore um sunglasses and black color trench coats for a long time specifically because of that movie and I love that fashion so I'm going to give it a solid 100 on my uh on my nostalgia meter there
0: 100 yeah that, like
1: probably
0: the, the trench coat would be something that would be good to hang on that body style though so it, well, sure exactly it,
1: yeah <laughs> exactly because you don't fill it out <laughs> at all yeah the trench coat wears you you don't wear the trench coat when you're you know Two percent body fat. <laughs> oh,
0: I love that for you, Tim. Well, <laughs> well, it's a it's a, um, a an accurate reading, I feel, and and you know, we were approaching our discussion with that. We obviously have come through not only different, you know, societal shifts, but even the sequels to the Matrix, especially the most recent one,
1: mm-hmm. kind of
0: affects a little bit of how we think about how they're approaching gender and whatnot and the transitions of the directors, but I still, Mm -hmm. this movie is just so good, I think, too, that it's not hard to just be like, okay, yeah, and I'm breaking it down in the ABC and I'm seeing where they're doing the reversal and I'm just like, wow. So we'll get into it. We're gonna do our synopsis. Uh, If you have anything that you wanna just discuss while we're going through it, we can. I'm gonna try to keep it um, pretty tight because there's so much. Yeah, it's a little dense. (laughs) So we open on this code, we're cryptic code, and we're we're uh, hearing a discussion about this mystery person. So already intrigue. You don't get this intrigue on any of the other watches really, but you feel it still, I still felt it. I can not yeah. believe it. <laughs> I was like, who is it? <laughs> we-, <laughs> we meet Trinity who is fighting her way out of a situation with these agents and policemen. And it's clear just from watching them in the beginning that there's some super abilities that the agents are displaying and Trinity as well but not really the policemen. Um, the special effects still, of course, holding that bullet up. Time,
1: yeah, that bullet time jump kick that starts that starts it all is yeah. so beautiful to watch. And now when you, you can watch it in 4K and it looks even more magnificent than it did when it first came out. It's yeah, exactly. Astounding. This
0: is watching Star Wars for the first time. Yes, you know, this is the absolutely. same moment for... Our generation, if you Mm -hmm. will. So it's you know, and also if you've ever seen the green screen thing of the of them bending back over the over the green people, yeah, it's just amazing the way that they. This is really truly is a mix of practical, even though there is a lot of green screen going on, and that's what makes it work because it's it's splicing and compositing. Yeah, and it's
1: really the actors doing their own stunt work for the most part which is what's so astounding like it's just incredible to watch them so many abs so many abs
0: for sure 900 abs between the (laughs) two (laughs) leads so yeah they're they're doing this race she's racing away from them she's clearly also afraid though um Mm. which is something that they do a really good job of in this movie you're healthily afraid of the agents we see a telephone booth and trinity races to it why is she doing that of course um and the agents are like oh she got out (laughs) and they're trying to find this person neo so that's established so who's neo keanu reeves of course is sleeping at his desk in his dingy sad apartment and (laughs) his computer starts to kind of talk to him and the door the the door there's a knock on the door he goes and sees these scuzz balls who never come back but i know but i love the scuzz balls (laughs) I love them. Man, they, that. they could I, have been in a Bond
1: movie, you know? And, like, it's the, I love that, like, there's no tip-off that, I mean, <laughs> that people in The Matrix are like, this is how people dress in real life. But sure. no, they don't. No one in the, in the history of the world has dressed like that, going out on the town.
0: But, Such yeah. quaffed grunge, you know, <laughs> Roger and Rent, you know, <laughs> yes. going out that night with Mimi. Yeah. So, so they're total scuzz balls. They invite him out. And even I'm like, oh, I don't think, even yeah. with the clues, I'm like, no, I'm not, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Like I'm
1: not going anywhere. <laughs> don't go to a second location with scuzzballs. Not yeah. a
0: second location yeah. with
1: these, Yeah,
0: these, this group. He sees though this rabbit tattoo and that that is something that the, the mystery message was talking to him about. So he says, okay, all right. There's creepy things that have been happening to me. I will follow this. And here he meets Trinity. She walks right up to him and is like, "Hey, Neo,
1: <laughs>
0: Trinity gives gives that whisper in the ear speech, mm-hmm. What is the matrix?" They share the question. She has the answer, of course. And we're like, all right, i'm I'm
1: horny. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's Gay, straight. They, they look so similar. We're bordering on twin-cest with the two of them, but it's fine. It's... Two girls
0: in love, two girls in love. Why not? Um, <laughs> <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of lesbian uh, storyline stuff with this pairing that could be an allegory too. Uh, you could see it that way.
1: Mm-hmm. He wakes,
0: yeah. uh, he of course then wakes to his alarm and he's late to work. Been there, right, Tim? Oh, Especially all with the time. a regular job. Yeah, yes. God, remember we have to pick
1: j- up for regular jobs and go
0: and go, <laughs> oh, <laughs> go to an oh, office. Yeah. Oh, there's a no. moment of remembering it though, right? There's a moment oh, of going, oh.
1: yeah. Yeah. I will forever be traumatized by that. But even when we have to go to set early, when my alarm clock goes off, I make the exact same expression.
0: I, I like, if oh. I have to go to set, I get twelve hours of sleep. <laughs> Don't even give a fuck. And yeah. then I like wake up and everybody's like, Why are you so fucking chipper? It's <laughs> not the oak, oat milk latte, y'all. <laughs> so uh he wakes and he goes to to work and uh FedEx delivers. This is this still at his apartment? I think FedEx delivers the Nokia phone to him. And this Nokia, Nokia yeah. phone was like a big, this was the phone. And like it's like it just
1: opens, yeah. I
0: mean, it was a piece of technology and a piece of engineering all rolled yep. up into one. Mm-hmm. And uh, Morpheus uh, totally like dials them up and is like, "Okay, so like we're in the trust game now, gonna you know, about to do a trust fall." <laughs> he shows Neo that the agents are like they're they're right around the corner in the cubicles. I'm getting Office Space vibes here too. I'm like,
1: I yeah. feel so trapped. And for anyone who's like been like a man baby, the idea of like, like chase and tag in your office cubicle is probably something that you have fantasized about. I know I have. So I, this was a very fulfilling (laughs) era. So there's a, 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 of course,
0: only a few ways out They're in a high rise and Morpheus leads him out onto the ledge and he's We think he's going to do it, really. He gets out onto the ledge and he gets to this part that's just like a hump.
1: I I literally just like got uncomfortable just thinking about that. I hate heights so much. I would be like, I I would purposefully go and get my mouth sewn up together like like he does later. Even (laughs) if I knew that was going to happen, I would not (laughs) do, I would be like, that's fine. I'll take that. Take yeah, you'd be
0: like, so thing. Morpheus, can you yeah. give me a little bit of a rundown about what I can expect yeah. on the uh question B, you know, so right, right, right. it's <laughs> too, too much, you know, for his mind to handle at this point. And he allows himself to be arrested as Tim would.
1: Mm-hmm. I...
0: Uh, Love how he's still like holding the phone though, as he attempted to try to think about going around it. <laughs> really, yeah. just he really kind of made himself um, crazy in that moment. But yeah. he's then at the interrogation, and he wants he wants his phone call. You know, he's a American. <laughs> he wants his phone yeah. call, and uh, they of course fuck with his mouth. They pu- they close his mouth, and they put a bug inside him. Mm-hmm. And
1: oh, been there. Yeah. Am I My right? day,
0: night. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so just go to Mickey's. That's what happens.
0: You're trying to trust, you know, try, he's trusting law enforcement. We're try, trusting, you know, the community and right. uh, end up with bugs inside. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, of course, uh, wakes up and there's a, a moment where we're like, oh, maybe that was a really bad dream please god mm-hmm. morpheus calls him again and then trinity and apoc and switch pick him up i mean this is just like okay so like we're running out of time like we have to go pick him up which we yeah. find out they're just like the clock is ticking
1: they are... sort of like makes you wonder why didn't they just do that before instead of like letting him go to work that day.
0: Well, right, tr- right, why didn't why at the club? I mean, I wonder yeah. if there's something in the dialogue that's really specific where it's they're they feel like they're they're showing us that he's just not ready, but I feel like he's way more not ready on the ledge. The at the yeah.
1: Club. Yeah. I mean, I guess that does make sense. They have to slowly, incrementally kind of like get him to the idea where he can go with them. But I mean, he followed those scuzzballs to the club. He would follow Trinity to see Morpheus. <laughs> I think exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They had
0: just kind of done their clues differently. You yeah. Know, starting with the aim message a little bit differently and done a different tattoo, maybe that was just like, hey, yeah. like, look closer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that is, you know, maybe a rewrite. We're not, we're not making any big suggestions to the Wachowskis. Of course, we're just, we're getting on our knees and just praising them. Praising. Yeah. Praise. So they, (laughs) so of course these, uh, these three pick him up and they're like pointing guns at him and he's kind of like, you know, a little shook by that. Clearly, they're not cops, but he hasn't had the most, you know, the greatest recent experience with the LAPD or whatever. Uh, so it's, it's the um, also the stupid rainy Ra- matrix out. All always, always.
1: yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like the Blade Runner of it all too, that it's just always raining. It's just apparently in dystopian cyberpunk futures, it has to rain all the time. True, true.
0: Yeah. Much like, uh, what's that other movie, Tim, that this gets compared to a lot? Oh, Dark City. Dark City. It was also really great, and and quite frankly, a different, a very different movie, but you feel like. You feel like I think there's a little bit of rain in that one, but also like you feel like there's a little Truman Show vibe in that one where they're like, we can't have this
1: rain, like,
0: yeah, it just needs to
1: be cold and dark. I mean, there are similarities, but those are very different. Those are different movies, and people say that like people are like, oh, that's like the Matrix is just kind of rip off of Dark City. Like, a, no, it's not. B, it only came out I think a year after, so that's not enough time to make a movie. Yeah, but it's but obviously they were pulling from similar aesthetics and stuff
0: so. for sure and a similar yeah. um reality that we're all living in so that, right, you know right. that's really no mystery but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so of course he's bugged and they debug him and it's totally gross it's like through the belly button This I think is where I say I would live with the bug forever and ever instead of getting this done to me. And that's somebody who's had a few surgeries.
1: Yeah, (laughs) fair
0: enough. I woke up with with tubes sticking out of me, draining Uh the the remaining fat
1: as you do with top surgery, y'all. So, you know. (laughs) Can I tell you something really funny? Yeah, go so I I don't know if this is true or somebody just made this up, but I do think it's really <laughs> funny that they were talking to somebody about top surgery and the yeah. person they were talking to thought top surgery was phalloplasty. <laughs> Because that made you a top. A top. I've heard that before, but that is <laughs> so literal funny. gold. It's so
0: funny. I just think oh that's such God. a funny, I love that. Anyway, sorry. No, times. that's okay. That makes me want to tell you <laughs> that I recently decided, you know, when you do like sockets and yeah. the end, instead of male and female, I'm going to call them top and bottom. That's there you my go. new hot take. Anyway, like y'all, that. the show is super gay in case you're just <laughs> tuning in. <laughs> so of course this leads up to Neo meeting face-to-face with Morpheus. And Morpheus is just like super jazzed to meet him. He's a college recruiter vibe, sort of. He's trying to get him to come to, you know, non-Matrix you, mm-hmm. and Morpheus, Attempts to explain the matrix, but he kind of says, like, you can't be told, you just gotta see it.
1: Mm-hmm. Kind of like
0: kind of like pornography.
1: Yes. You'll <laughs> and... never see it. You can't exactly. it.
0: Yeah. You'll turn to me and say, That's the matrix. That's the matrix. Yeah. That's... <laughs> and of course, he offers yeah. him the red pill and the blue pill, which conservative Republicans have totally just, Co-opted. Have just taken it. Yeah. And they tried to, to, you know, to make a meaning out of this that is not true, but breaking out of the matrix is breaking out of the bad thing. Okay, so if you want to think about it in that those plain terms. Matrix bad, reality
1: good. Well, because like there are first of all, the the irony of right-wing people's thinking that a pretty much clearly a trans allegory, and if not specifically a trans allegory, then certainly something that's thematically trans and definitely queer, um, made by two trans women, um, is somehow, like, falls into right-wing ideology, which of course it doesn't, and then they use red, like, because it's like, oh, like, red versus blue, but, like, that happened in 2004. Yeah, red red started meaning because it was just like CNN put up a map in 2004, like all the red dots are Republican voters and all the blue, and that's where it started. It was it doesn't predate that, and so the Matrix started in 90 or uh, premiered in 98, 99, I think. Yeah, and um, uh, you know, so it had nothing to do with that. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, Yeah,
0: it's stupid. Um, and you know what, both colors could be found in our flag, (laughs) Tim. These colors don't run. (laughs) These <laughs> colors don't run. <laughs> so of course Neo takes the red pill for deprogramming and the pill is working. Mm-hmm. Neo wakes in this goo, this vat goo, you know, thing, and he's mm-hmm. he's like in a, he's in this um, like a, a structure of pods that reminds me a lot of the opening to Cosmos where Neil deGrasse Tyson takes us into this horrifying thing where we go out all, into all the universes. And I was just like, oh yeah, yeah. this is just one
1: big trip. Yeah.
0: Game very,
1: very
0: gooey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm terrified. He gets ejected, <laughs> he's very slimy, um, very sperm-like, yeah. of course, you know, there's also the gelatinous fluids of, you know, embryonic fluids and stuff. So we're getting all of that. He gets ejected from this goo vat and introduced to the real world. Um, just, you know, a bunch of strangers in a loft. Uh, they don't know each other, but they got to get real. They rehabilitate his uh, atrophied muscles, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. He just needs to do some sort of like physical therapy, basically, yeah. for
1: probably a long time. Yeah, if he's never used his body ever, I would think it would take a little bit
0: of time. Yeah, it's like the time. people in Wall E, right? Yeah, they fall off right. their little things. <laughs> yeah. Um, finally, he's well, and he is like, uh, like, okay, I have some questions now. I'm, I've been thinking about this. We meet the rest of the crew and they show him how they hacked the matrix basically through training programs. Mm-hmm. Morpheus tells him about the a- the AI was mankind's undoing. The dead are fed to the living as a uh, energy source. Yeah. And that's what you've been tasting. Yeah. <laughs> Soylent green. That is your in and out burger. Oh. <laughs> yep. I
1: There it think is. about
0: this. It's gross and um, Neo like fully rejects it. I think like most of us would. Yeah. But Morpheus says, Oh, what, what are you gonna say?
1: I'm just thinking now that when that scene where he vomits, that actually makes more sense. I wasn't even thinking mm. about that, but that was described to him that like Morpheus, it's not just told to the audience. Morpheus tells that to Neo. Oh, yeah. and then neo freaks out and then he he vomits and I, like oh, i never yeah. put that together before that he had just heard he had been fed intravenously uh the dead matter so that would all be, of that, his
0: cells yeah. are made up all of his rejuvenated yeah. cells are made up of dead bodies dead bodies yeah and to be frank if you you know are eating anything that grew from within 20 feet into the earth <laughs> I mean, all of the cells on Earth are regenerated stardust, but they all started as stardust cells. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll add a tinkling noise. (laughs) But Morpheus says um, he's the one, and he's going to fix everything. That's why they showed Neo the Matrix at this point, even though
1: he's old he's too too old to join the league he's ancient i think he was 33 when they filmed this he's yeah. so disgustingly old it's gross yeah jesus jesus death age oh he is jesus death age it's that, a Christ allegory yeah yeah, yeah
0: exactly right. yeah yeah he's just he's just definitely like um in that same, same thing with luke skywalker they're like your brain is hardwired so mm-hmm. it's harder to introduce people to right. this mi- mind-blowing world that is reality yeah, yeah. neo of course starts to learn to fight through the programs and part of the program is like letting go and trusting that that the matrix is fake and letting go of fear they load this jump program and it's a huge app ass jump between buildings neo does not make it this first time and they're like "Ooh, he's not the yeah. one i don't think he's the
1: one anymore oh we think he sucks now <laughs> i know right and it's you like know, i just realized it's a literal trust fall <laughs> at this point <laughs> exactly <laughs> like, yeah exactly extreme version of a trust fall
0: yeah and i mean yeah. he at least he at least attempts it which is actually a step and just like in a truss fall the concrete goes and catches him and that is a a part of him trying and I think a lot of queer allegory could be made of this moment being when you try and fail when you're looking for your identity when you adopt different identities names Mm -hmm. what, what have you and some people shade you or mm-hmm. reach you even within the in the community, yeah. And you're just trying to figure it out, and everybody doubts it. Even you can tell, like Morpheus is like,
1: mm, I yeah, <laughs> Did I? He's, he's the most true believer. for But even at that point, he's like, mm, I don't know maybe what happened yeah Yeah. Yeah. um the old friend maybe i should have gotten bill instead of ted
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly 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 (laughs) find him so he is uh then of course asking the question because he has some blood in his mouth from this fall if he's killed in the matrix, is he killed here? And they're like, yeah, you can't mind body, gotta go together Mm -hmm. still at this point of technology, we'll see (laughs) in a few (laughs) millennia, but that's, you know, uh, something that they can't get around. So yes, you die. Morpheus says that because the agents are computer-based, they are really good and they are linked to this binary code, binary code.
1: Interesting. Ping,
0: ping. Yeah. And that makes them also inherently weaker, of course. Of course it does. Mm-hmm. Have I said that sentence to these people? <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely said, oh honey, in a way that packs all of that into an oh honey. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're not very creative, these agents. So you can, with your human creativity and breaking out of the binary, you can, you can beat them we get a taste of the whole scenario where they're hunted in their ship. um, And this is sort of how they're physically being hunted in the real world down in these sewers. Yep. I, of course, I understand the reason for this, but this is arguably the most boring part of the movie. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Cause it's like the, the, the matrix, once they can, do all their matrixy stuff? That's the that's the stuff we want to see. We want to see the super powered kung fu fight scenes and stuff. Yeah. Yes, I yeah. love how I think The Incredibles
0: came out after this, but I like how yeah. like it, it sort of takes from it for that that um, machine that's trying to kill him in the beginning of that movie that has like all these tentacles. I'm like, people are ripping off this movie like left and right.
1: Oh, the imprint culturally <laughs> that The Matrix had was. Unbelievable! <laughs> like you Still see, it has. everywhere. They make fun of it in the first Shrek movie. Like people have forgotten that because there's been ten thousand <laughs> Shrek movies. But like it's bullet time was everywhere. The yeah, the H.R. Geiger machines were everywhere. It was incredible.
0: I bet the Shrek movies
1: have a comparable
0: cumulative. Probably. This. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is where um, Cipher and Neo kind of bond. Now Cipher is the kind of gross rat-faced ship member um, that is the most New Yorker
1: East Coast vibe. So Uh, he is. (laughs) And I'm thoroughly attracted to him now as an adult when he came on, just his, just like, it's Joey Pannaleone, man. He's just, he's utterly and thoroughly himself. And I find him very attractive. This is your man. Okay. Right. But the thing is like in Bound, which was the Wachowskis movie before this, that he was also in, he was reprehensible and I found him very, very unappealing. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, it depends (laughs) on the character he's playing. I guess I like a bad boy. (laughs)
0: He, yeah, he's a total bad boy and he is giving off this villainous vibe, even though he's one of the ship members, but In this interaction, Cypher is like, he's like offering him this disgusting alcohol and all this stuff. He's like, gay, I wish I I wish I took that blue pill, you know, you feel me? And he says, you know, you can't beat the agents. You just run. Neo is totally freaked out. And then cut to Cypher making his deal with the agents. He won't remember anything. He'll be brought back into the matrix and he'll be a famous rich actor. He's making these demands. And all the agents want are these codes to Zion, which is the last stand of
1: humanity. Yeah, the last existing city. This is also the most problematic scene, not thematically or anything, but purely (laughs) plot-wise. Sure. Because it's established that in order to jack into the matrix, there needs to be somebody who puts the rod into the back of your head and then takes it out when you come out of the matrix. How did Cypher get in there if nobody knew right. that he was doing it? Yeah, that's my he, one problem with the movie. He
0: didn't make it to that weird house on time and then pick up and then Tank talks to him. Tank brings him back. Later. Oh, later, okay. But in this scene. Oh, this in this. Scene, this. Yeah, oh. in this one scene oh, when my, he goes I to the him. restaurant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, when he goes to the You're restaurant, right. he's,
1: he's fully talking to Smith alone. Um, oh my it, god! It, yeah, it's you're cr- right. And and I can't claim credit for that. I remember. I think I read that online or something. And then and I, it's the one plot hole in the movie because they are is... so careful about like really making everything make total sense. And this is the one part that doesn't make sense. This is where you need that little baby Transformers robot that
0: goes, you know, and goes in and breaks breaks in to just do this one little thing. Pulls it,
1: sticks it in. Or it would have been cool if like, that had been explained in the next movie that there was another like mole or something, but.
0: Many oper- oh,
1: right, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay, well, we'll have to move on, but I'm sure the first time you get into a meeting with the Wachowskis, you will
1: broach the subject. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> hey, you know, the matrix, I have a note.
0: <laughs> it all kind
1: of fell apart for me here. <laughs>
0: mouse tries to hook up with neo and uh hook up neo with the, the lady in the red dress this is a a thing that we also see with the programs he's trying yeah. to sort of like talk about how you can <laughs> virtual reality
1: get, get the good on. stuff
0: well get the good also, stuff too
1: from the matrix that you miss you know mouse is in love with neo like the the way that that actor behaves love when he's that. looking at him it's so it's so amorous <laughs> yeah and i feel like he's like as somebody who's in love with him he's like i'm just going to try to put him in some kind of sexual situation that he will associate me with somehow he's i don't know
0: constantly trying to bend yeah. down and then look up
1: as, yeah. if, as if the
0: blowjob right. perspective
1: exactly yeah <laughs> yeah Wild.
0: So yeah, I agreed and he's very twinky. So love that for him. A lot of (laughs) pent up energy going Mm -hmm. everywhere. Morpheus takes um, Neo then to see the Oracle and Cypher on this trip, we see him like ditch this phone. We're like, okay, something's about to go down. Trinity says the matrix cannot tell you who you are. And Morpheus explains that the Oracle is a guide and not about absolutes. Then we meet the oracle, of course. Uh, There's all these like potentials in the waiting room. One of them, we'll talk about um, a little child who's bending a spoon and- There is
1: no spoon, that creepy fucking kid, man. (laughs) Haunts my dreams. That kid is so, so very disturbing. What's the uh, accent? Yeah, yeah. It's just something about. <laughs> but he's also he has big anime eyes. Like this, sure. this little actor really <clears throat> does have these big eyes. And you know, of course, they actually have his head and stuff to make him look like a Buddhist sure. monk. But it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I just it, like, yeah. He's-
0: <laughs> They're, you know, giving me, like, uh, Last Airbender vibes. Dry that little arrow on on the forehead, and you're there. Yeah, Uh, Yeah. Creepy, kind of creepy little kid, but still showing Neo something about how, as he's been hearing, it's not real, nothing's real, so that's why I can do this so easily, and now Neo meets the Oracle and she's like baking, of course, as we see her in so many of these movies, like baking, making, making house. And she has this conversation with him where she realizes that he doesn't think he's the one. And so she delivers this this message of you already know what I'm gonna tell you, Mm
1: -hmm. God. (laughs) So good! I love her performance. She's so good. I'm trying to remember her name. I'm blanking. On I'm not
0: gonna it. do it because it's gonna it's gonna be in a thing I want to ask you about later. Oh wow, okay. Uh, okay. But but it, there's you know something about the way that she understands that it's his personal journey that is going to have the effect on opening up this thing that's going to help the world. Mm-hmm. It's very queer queer cinema um you know (laughs) new
1: new queer cinema very Gregoraki (laughs) 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 can you imagine if Gregoraki had directed the matrix that would have been fuck I want to live in that timeline now where Gregoraki directed the matrix that would be even more nuts and even gayer which would be amazing could have been an amazing way to do the fourth one I mean, I've never forgiven him for Kaboom, but beyond that, other okay. than that, I do, I, I really like his- I like it. A lot to unpack. Yeah. So
0: the Oracle is giving him this, but he interprets it clearly. We're seeing that He's like, okay, I'm not the one. And he wants to tell Morpheus this, but Morpheus is like, like finger to lips. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> Breathe it.
1: Just be just be in the moment. I don't need it. You need it. And hand on the lips, <laughs> another hand around like his waist. Just, just like, Shh. Yeah, Shh,
0: now, baby child. <laughs> so it puts a it's that nice awkward emotion that we're getting to feel of like, ooh, like I'm disappointing Papa. They're on their way back in this giant sort of like a, abandoned house, whatever yeah, yeah. it is. And um, Neo sees a black cat and he's like, oh, deja vu. And they're all like, what, (laughs) what? That's a great reading. (laughs) I mean, come on. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that mean you know, means something in the matrix clearly because this is a bigger reaction to deja vu than we usually see from full grown adults. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What? And they're like, okay, that means something that has changed, you know, in the matrix. And this is a problem. They race up and shit starts to go down. Agents are attacking. Mouse is upstairs and he realizes that all of the windows have been bricked up, just like the walls. And they go in, shoot the fuck out of him. He'll never unpack all of his sexuality the gang tries to escape and they're shimmying down through like the Back yeah. of the wall
1: on the pipes. Such a great shot too. It's so comic booky the way that they shoot it. I love how they do that in the profile and they black out the the edges of the screen. It's so cool. I cough during this scene because like all of the dust. Oh, the dust. Like so yeah, So yeah. gross It's yeah. like <laughs> comet
0: cleaner. <laughs> yeah. I'm like gagging and oh. not in a good way. Right. So, so they're shimmying down, and then of course who coughs or sneezes. Mm Cypher, never bring that queen anywhere. Mm -hmm. He, of course, this like starts uh, them trying to escape falling down the the hole and becoming separated. Cypher gets this intel from Tank that there's a phone available for him to come back. He races there. And the rest of the crew is calling on the cell phone being like, where do we go? They're like, oh great, you're just behind Cypher. Like, go to this place too. So they race to the same phone. Cypher, of course, gets brought back and Tim, he's an asshole. I know, (laughs) this is the
1: part where I'm slightly less attracted to him when he's brutally murdering Tank and Dozer.
0: Hank and Dozer get hit with this terrible gun. yeah. And this gun that's so powerful yet they can't make a decent fake burger. Yeah.
1: (laughs) It's like the gun literally shoots force lightning. And yeah, it's yeah. But they all eat like gross oatmeal or something. Sure. (laughs) And
0: so uh, this is of course where he kills Apoc and Switch. Not like this. (sighs) Not like this.
1: Yeah. Switch, we hardly knew ye. Why do I laugh every single time? <laughs> well, the thing is, because it's like, you know, God bless them that that actor had very little to do in the sure. entirety of the movie, and you know <laughs> that they probably thought this was their this was their Oscar reel, but it's oh, yeah. so melodramatic compared to everything else that it feels unjustified. Right. So that's I think because I do too. I giggle when I and of but course they were very committed. They were very <laughs> committed to that performance, but it just seems. A little much it's a little much
0: of course anybody yeah. who knows about switch knows that this character in earlier drafts was intended to be a character that was a Mab in the real world in the real world and then when yeah. going into the matrix would um present as female right and that is obviously a. Uh, a gender story that wasn't able to be unpacked, probably for studio reasons. So yeah. the even um, noting that this moment seems built up more than it should be might actually denote- Oh, the, maybe. The interest that there was in this character that kind of got pulled out, like Oliver's story, but their last,
1: we needed them to die still, so. Yeah, I do wonder, cause also I read that, um... The it was Warner Brothers, I guess that was a note yes. on the script that they were like, This is not like this, yeah, not like this. <laughs> they're like, They're like, when they read it, it was probably 1996, sure, you know, sure. way before production. They're like, Um, we're still in the Clinton administration, so yeah, a little much for us. Uh, but I guess when Switch was in the Matrix, originally they weren't going to present as much more traditionally feminine with like long hair and stuff, yes, but I them, saw that, they, yeah, yeah, but then they're like in kind of honoring where they were, they kept Switch androgynous in both realms, which I thought was cool. Yeah, I like that too. I mean,
0: I like the look and everything. I just think it's, uh, of course, unconfirmed as things often remained. So a little not satisfying, but I'm sure the Wachowski siblings were also just like, I'm a little (laughs) dissatisfied with this entire structure that we have to approach to make this movie.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. So
0: of course, here's where Cipher kills them by by pulling the plugs and Chris Cryptically is having this this um, conversation with Trinity. Like, do you still, you know, something? Yeah. Yes or no? We don't get to know, but right. <laughs> Cipher and Trinity have apparently been like gal about
1: this for the longest time. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he talks about. Neo's big, pretty eyes are just like, mm, okay. Does, right. I think everyone, Everyone's every kidding. character is queer. They're all fluid in some capacity. Cause right. they just, it, cause also even when Cypher straddles Morpheus's unconscious body, it's, there's something very sensual about, about it. Yeah, and I mean, he sure. really straddles him, leans on him, like he puts, you know what I mean? So that their faces are really close together. He's very right. physical and it's just there's it's so funny when you watch it from, yeah. the, from the perspective of the modern day and you're like this is so holy gay <laughs> like so queer in so many different aspects and how gender fuck it is and but but it was mass consumption yeah at the time like yeah. it was just fully mainstream nobody read queer themes into it at all and now you look at it and you're like oh my god it's so clear we
0: just put little things into that matrix code and they did get into society a bit Exactly. so so of course you know this is is his moment he's going to pull the plug unless something says something stops him (laughs) that would prove that Neo is the one and so uh, Tank is of course resurrected in this moment kills Cypher and brings Trinity and Neo back. The agents, of course, have Morpheus mm-hmm. and they're like beating the shit out of him. I mean, this is my, this is my crush in the movie. So I'm having a hard time. Morpheus, yeah. Morpheus is just, I mean, that kind of calm and then the physicality is right mm. in that wheelhouse for me. So I'm yep. just, I'm just, I'm hurting for him. And he also just looks gross you know well
1: it's, it's all the all the like the powder from the concrete and stuff that's getting on him but i do remember yeah. thinking when i was watching it when he like you know shoves uh, neo down and just goes ah it like crashes through yeah. the wall and that always like that always like gave me a little twinge because i was like <laughs> oh my god having a, having a guy just like just fight Show me you know to protect you yeah it was so it was just like oh that's like you know, because I think we can agree Neo exhibits bottom energy throughout the entire movie, and Trinity and Morpheus are very top. And so it's like that was one of Morpheus's like real top daddy moments where I was oh just my like, oh God. My God, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that. you're right. You're right. The
0: physicality oh. of that is very like, yeah. shove it's, your it's head. So down. Like, heroic. <laughs> yeah. And it just so
1: like, so dominating. I loved that. I love that oh moment. And that's why it's like when he's tied up in the chair and Smith is interrogating him. It like doesn't feel right. Cause you're like, no, no, no. Sure. Morpheus is like, he's the dumb. He's not the person. Yeah, you want up. him in control right, here. Right, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. making a mistake, sir. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they're trying to, they're like, they drugged him and they're trying to gaslight him, essentially. They're just yeah. trying to be like, this is this. Tank wants to pull the plug on Morpheus, but Neo stops him and says he's gotta go back. He's gotta save Daddy. And he does say he's not the one. But Morpheus sacrificed everything thinking that he was. So he's gotta go. Trinity is, of course, shook, and she still doesn't really know why. She's she's this is a slow unpack for Trinity, but she's just like you gotta be the one, you gotta be the one. Like I, <laughs> and I committed to this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Neo and Trinity then go together to save Morpheus, who is struggling at this point, And the agent is just going crazy. He wants a Zion codes. And he is uh, basically in this perpetual thing where he can't get out of the matrix either the matrix is driving the agent himself crazy Mm -hmm. and until he stops all of this it's not gonna end so (laughs) we're like why did you do any of this yeah (sighs) because conceivably he is the mother program (laughs) Mm -hmm. he is trinity and neo of course get into the building epic battle Mm. Uh, right there in the lobby. it oh, starts yeah. off. The other agents walk into the torture office and they're like, What are you doing, Hugo
1: Weaving? With that one agent that looks like Conan O'Brien. Exactly. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. I yeah. cannot a watch it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, pills, the sort of swoopy pills. hair and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Conan? I don't know if was in They this. couldn't yeah. get him.
0: <laughs> so they got, his, they got his brother. They got his doppelganger. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, yeah, Brendan O'Brien is there. <laughs> right. And he's like, what are you doing? And Hugo Weaving had pulled his earpiece out. So he's, you know, he's a wild computer. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't hear that they had penetrated the building. Mm. Tr- Trinity, Oh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> Trinity. <laughs> and Neo take the elevator rope on up. Of course, this I did not understand this part like mechanically for like years because I was a little bit younger. Just to not think about it. Like what? Yeah. Neo opens fire on um, an agent and we see uh, what they can really do. And then of course Neo does his back bend. Whoa, crazy. Yeah. Trinity uh, shoots shoots uh i said trinity shoots him in the head i guess this is just oh, the, the agent. agent. no yeah. it's the, the
1: dodge this moment where she's like boom the gun's really big <laughs> yes, yeah
0: exactly yes yeah. yeah um and her her entrance even though she was already there trinity yeah. remarks that neo um moved like them and it's like a breakthrough like what how did you do that yeah Neo, of course, from this point on is like giving them the business and Morpheus believes he's just, he's like full. Okay, now I'm seeing it. I'm believing it. I got you. He runs to try to get on this chopper that they've, they've gotten. Don't know where they got that from, but I'm sure it was just this one's over here, the keys for
1: shit. No, no, she downloads it. It was the agent's chopper, and then she asks uh, oh, okay, tank okay, to okay, give her okay. the download to, yeah, to listen. To fly the chopper. <laughs> There's a lot going on.
0: You're right. She yeah. downloads the chopper, and then Trinity uh, drops Neo off, essentially, to help get Morpheus out of there. Yep. Yeah. All is saved, he does successfully do this and it's like there's like big leap and all this stuff. Into a lover's embrace. Into, how, I mean, what a dismount. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how it all happened, but somehow he flies through the Monsters, Inc. door with Morpheus and they all meet and she's looking at him and she's she's feeling it. For the first time, this is like a wall coming down, even though after you see the movie and upon rewatchings, you're like, you know, she's in, in love or supposed to be in love with the one. It's like, you feel it, you feel this love. So clearly oh. Neo is the one and he still doesn't totally get it, but um, whatever, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> just like a gay story. Whatever, yeah. I'm Whatever. close, I'm close. Right. Trinity, of course, wastes some time telling h- how she feels and, and whatnot.
1: The most frustrating <laughs> part of the whole movie. It's
0: like, pick up the phone, pick it up. What's Have this happening? conversation
1: in the real world,
0: yeah. What's happening, yeah, the phone's ringing and of course, this is when the agent attacks in the yeah. subway. Trinity is brought back, but the phone is then shot Mm-hmm. Fuck, fucking hell the <laughs> neo is like should i run but according to morpheus he is beginning to, to believe. believe he turns to face the agent and they of course have their one-on-one
1: yeah battle such a great fight one of the best fights in cinema history it's so good
0: It's so good. The effects are affecting me, I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Neo does struggle, but he gets the fuck up. He does that famous martial arts beckoning, Mm -hmm. and um, they fight until the agent, of course, is holding him onto the track, but he says, my name is Neo, and flips away, leaving the agent to go splat. The train, of course, then pulls up and there's the agent again, cause like, damn it, whatever, no rules. Yeah. Yeah. And a crazy chase ens- ensues. Meanwhile, the ship is attacked in the in reality and they, like, they're like waiting for Nia to get ba- back um, so that they can push the little red doohickey that makes everything go zap, makes your dog get back in the yard,
1: whatever. <laughs> It's the EMP. <laughs> it cancels out anything electronic. Exactly. So if you're in the matrix, you die. So there's there's stakes.
0: Yeah, your Apple Watch doesn't work, nothing works. Right. So just as he reaches the door to escape, he is shot by an agent close range, like a zillion times. And he looks pretty dead. Trinity says she's not afraid anymore. Kevin McAllister style. I'm not afraid anymore. Mm -hmm. She says she loves him. And the Oracle says she loves the said she loves the one. So um, the one's not dead. Like put two and two and two and two together. Yep. it's like if one of these things is true all of these things is true Exactly. she, she kisses him and then you know without of course his participation or well, consent no yeah. no consent here right. surprise yeah. kiss and then he takes a breath of life and yeah. his heart is beating
1: and she tells him
0: get up baby
1: she says, get up with that top energy again she's like no get up you yeah can do it. i gave you a little sugar you can take you.
0: more. Agents unload bullets on, on him and he's just like, no, girl. He stops the bullets and it's like, it's just cute to him at this point. Yeah. It's, it's starting to be easy manipulating the Matrix. Everybody's realizing he's the one. It's just going around the world like a good rumor. He <laughs> sees the Matrix. He can see the green code over overlaid. And he is beating them and they're scared for the first time I mean this machine is feeling real fear Neo runs to get the phone and comes back just in time for them to press the red doohickey and stop the machines that are physically attacking them and then they kissy kiss of course Mm -hmm. I mean it should have been (laughs) this but fine (laughs) but he's dead Well. so they kiss and then you know we tease the sequel, of course. Basically, when Dio has his little Superman moment, teasing especially the fourth sequel. Yeah, let's not
1: unpack that first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> although I, I, you know, I did just rewatch the fourth one on a plane. Um, yeah, and I, because I, like at the the climactic moment of the fourth one, Trinity says my name is Trinity. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it didn't even occur to me until you said it right now. And that is a callback to him saying, my name is Neo and like coming into her her individual power, which I thought was kind of cool. Anyway, yeah,
0: I mean, that it's, was interesting.
1: <laughs> it's got some interesting moments. Um, I
0: definitely was really excited to watch it because as the Wachowskis have transitioned, I've watched their work morph and change. And mm-hmm. I wanted to see... Of course, this property done anew. Yeah, I don't feel like. I don't feel like I got what I really wanted. I feel like I
1: got more out of Speed Racer. <laughs> okay. I mean, because that's how I felt. Like I felt like I got a lot out of Sense and I, you know, I oh, mean that yeah. I thought was so spectacular. Yeah, um, so and also trans. it was very fun to see. The Matrix, as presented by the cast of Sense Eight, because like they, they were all in it, <laughs> yes. which was really fun. I thought that was yes. cool. I loved that. I thought it was really neat. So you know. yeah, we need the Wachowskis,
0: and they're definitely just uh, the their visual storytelling is something that appeals to the masses. So it's hugely important for us to be like, yeah, these are like our fucking home run hitters. So, right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we want that. Even them like, out there. The, even the inclusion of so many out actors in the fourth movie. Yeah. He has Neil Patrick Harris and Jonathan Groff and Brian Smith and um, uh, another one I'm trying to think, but I can't, but it's just like, um, there were no out actors in the first Matrix. Sure, you know? sure. And now it's like, it's an, it's like the when they did The Hobbit and then it was like Ian McKellen and, um, uh, oh God, I'm forgetting. Is Jonathan Rhys-Davies gay? I asked that no, question no, no. the other day. Yeah, I was no. like, I, I'm just h- hoping that he is. I do believe he's been married to the same woman for quite some time, but I kind of love the idea of him just being a really cranky elder gay. That's kind of a fun idea. Even though I know he's not, but like wouldn't that be fun? Like it would be play fun, it, just, yeah. It, just yeah. see him see him at Gold Coast, just like being so annoyed at everybody. That's That'd essentially what Gimli is, but yeah, kind of, yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, For you're sure. right that you, those actors came out then, and it seemed like what, like a very uh, a gay yeah. property, essentially.
1: Oh, that's so because <laughs> i also it's like also Richard Ar- Armitage and oh yeah, who's the, who's the guy that's like in everything? luke evans is in luke evans yeah 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 richard armage luke evans lee pace ian mccallum McCallum was like yeah yeah he was like i was the only gay actor right that that would talk about it in in lord of the rings and then the hobbit it's like there's you know a rainbow yeah there's a peanut gallery of queens like watching every scene being shot i love that Yeah. yeah
0: i mean yeah there's definitely this is a property that um became queer overtly but has a lot of that trans allegory in it of course we talked about you know the yeah. binary code the name mm-hmm. thing as we just talked about is a huge trans sort of subject adopting a new name and yeah wanting people to call you it and not call you the old name right
1: i mean think about neo feeling that that anger about being dead named by smith yeah when he yeah. just insisted that he kept calling him by the, the, the name he was given and not the name that he chose. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, you know, when you see it through that lens, it's, it's, the metaphor is so clear. And, you know, I, it didn't really occur to me until we were doing this recap now, but like I was, I, I mean, I was kind of only half kidding when I was saying that Neo has like bottom energy, but he's not a yeah. traditional like masculine uh hero of an action film he's very different and like even when morpheus first meets him he says specifically you're feeling like alice about to you know go down the rabbit hole Mm -hmm. and then even the final image with trinity and neo when she kisses him and he's unconscious that's very sleeping beauty energy but with, Mm -hmm. with the guy being asleep
0: yeah and
1: so it's like they're not they were never afraid to make references to female characters when Neo was involved, which I thought was like so it's so subversive in such a cool way because it's it's not obvious in, in your face. Yeah. I guess they had to really go the subtle way when they were making this in the nineties, but you watch it and you're like, God, there's so many little queer touches that are only obvious in retrospect. So he's was...
0: more beautiful and feminine than Trinity.
1: Yeah. You know yeah, he really is. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. look so similar. Like they yeah. kind of are both existing in this non-binary space where like neither one of them like fall on either end of the spectrum of gender so yeah it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah I love I love the idea of them being a sort of a lesbian couple as some people have alluded to and having this energy that's based more on talking conversation, what's really important in their existence, you know, not trying to read cis relationships or, of course, my own being trans and cis, but it's it's a thing where you you find a lot with women and trans people or T, t- for T relationships that you're you're already unpacking so many things um yeah, in yeah. daily life. So it's just like you get home and you start to unpack that
1: already. It feels like these two are constantly unpacking things. And they're doing the work. They're communicating, they're you know, they're using I statements. <laughs> like they're you know, they're really trying. I mean, and she met him and he moved in pretty quickly. Right way so (laughs) yeah that u-haul was right there honking outside in the first date you gotta be ready you gotta have the reservation in at least (laughs) so um
0: so yeah and and the idea uh, that there is even a physical transformation through the pill through even some of the physical training that they do yep it's sort of like a medical transition where Mm -hmm. he has to they make his body ready, make his body at least understand what his mind is trying to do, et cetera, so. Yeah,
1: and just like the residual self-image, I think is such a powerful um, idea of, you know, that's why it is it is such a, a, you know, a lost possibility of having Switch be trans in the, in yeah. the version of it. Because I just think, and they didn't even do it in the fourth one and they could totally have done it now. You know, yeah. which is I, I wonder if they're like maybe they just didn't have enough characters or enough story or whatever because I don't th- I don't think they would be opposed to doing that. I mean, they're just in the know. Google Doc being like, "Oh, we don't have enough <laughs> like yeah. here, and there. Right.
0: This is a mess." Yeah, uh, yeah. I I did see um, some some analogy to like turf language, just the idea of bending reality even. And the, the oh, whole mantra of gender being reality is something that you hear a lot of turf people say. They oh, like, yeah. can't get around it. It's yeah. just reality. And the idea that reality
1: is bent
0: yeah. to your the extent of your human will.
1: Yeah, that's an interesting... I never thought about that reading of it, but that does make... I'm a gender yeah.
0: genius, Tim. I think you are, a- <laughs>
1: I think that's the only conclusion we can draw from this entire experience is it's all about you.
0: <laughs> just like just like any any creative queer you know, right. the, the universe is orbiting around something. I'm,
1: I'm looking at your backdrop. Yeah, I know. I know the deity overseeing how we're all navigating our lives.
0: One thing was, you know, the idea of most people not being ready to be woken up. And this also reminded me of the idea of people who are not ready for the idea of gender expansion. So Mm -hmm. that kind of person who's like, why does, everything have to be like this and this. I try not to do a hickaxe in here, but it's like, why,
1: why, why, why are you protecting that? Why them?
0: is it like
1: this? I just need you to trust the signs. Exactly. I'm a signs person. When I
0: skin a squirrel, I don't want to see it be like an ambient squirrel. I want male and female. <laughs> so it's just the idea that like, even that, even Knowing something is often seen as too much, and the idea of holding back knowledge from queer kids, like the Gen Z qu- kids, like excuse you, but what are you gonna ho- hold back yeah. from them? Yeah. Truly, Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and yeah. and just like just like these hackers as they start in the in the Matrix that's how they get mm-hmm. out, they start as hackers who are people who are trying to break code, get information that somebody has put behind a wall for the greater mm-hmm. good of some some reason. You know, so it's yeah. just interesting that even if you draw the lines from all those things, it's like, okay, yeah, I can see. Oh yeah. How somebody who was like privately thinking about their own gender expansion yeah. their
1: own gender. Well, like, yeah, it's like even what you said at the beginning, that they're literally breaking through binary code in order to find the, their reality of who they are. Like, Yes. To, to, there is, you know?
0: <laughs> right. Like, yeah. Through this movie and also even more epically through the movie, through the franchise, allowing them to quite frankly, make mistakes that are usually only excused in white cis males, like Speed Racer, for instance. Like a lot mm. of money into that movie. People like me enjoy it. Not a lot of people enjoy the movie, but it's a it's a thing where it's like, okay, they were able to do that, come back and really find their feet to make something like sense eight. Yes. So <laughs> I know it's,
1: I want Sensei to come back.
0: And it, it, so it ended up good, and also it probably will, at some point, come back in some iteration. Especially with Sensei, It's like you could do all these different kinds of stories with the actual supernatural
1: oh. element of it. So yeah, and the clusters can exist. Yeah, anywhere. So yeah, yeah. I love sure. it.
0: I even I even showed Sensei to somebody once, and they said. um, they're like, I've never seen an episode before, but this is beautiful. And I'm so into it. I'm like, wow, like the most confusing show. So there's just something beautiful about their storytelling and the way that it, they approach the human yeah. nature.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, Sensei and Matrix, like they, they tack into wish fulfillment right because we sure. all want to be the greatest part about the matrix is that you can become an expert at something without having to do any work you just download it and that yes. i think is the most amazing idea cuz like we all want to be experts but we don't want to do the work right uh, but even with sense yeah right right <laughs> Was said saying it's like you're never the idea that you are never alone no matter where you are, you always have this group with you. Like, that's you know, this because obviously everybody struggles with loneliness, particularly as we get older, yeah. And so, like, just that idea of being always connected so intimately with people is you know, in an orgy, and somehow everyone is in their 20s and 30s and gorgeous. Oops, (laughs) yeah, I know Jamie Clayton. (laughs) <laughs> so gorgeous, and she's gonna be pinhead. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so interested. I know, very. very she's gonna interested. be
0: amazing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This is. Yeah. This has been an amazing discussion on the Matrix and all thing Wachowski's. I'm gonna turn it over now to our game segment. Okay. Here we now, go. Tim, you didn't know it, but inadvertently, you chose the game today because today, y'all, we have the privilege of having a super fan in our midst. So oh, as God. we do in this circumstance, Tim, it's pop quiz time.
1: Oh no, I'm gonna sound like an idiot. Okay, all right, okay, lay it on Oh, me. and
0: by the way, I did this to Michael Yip about Mulan, so if you would like, you can contact him, as I know you've worked with him as well, and you can start yeah. a support group for pop quiz victims.
1: I'm gonna text him right now, and I'm just gonna <laughs> write, fuck Jonathan. That's, where, that's my text for him right now. Go no
0: for it. Okay. I love right. that for you. I okay. hope you guys have some healing together.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Tim,
0: I hope you're yeah. ready because I'm about to nail you. <sighs> Ten rapid-fire questions. Are okay. you ready? No, but let's do it. Question number one. Which made more money, The Matrix or The Matrix Reloaded?
1: The Matrix Reloaded.
0: Correct. Mary Alice or Gloria Foster? Who played the Oracle first?
1: Gloria Foster.
0: Correct! Which Rob Zombie song featured in The Matrix would RuPaul also love?
1: Uh, I have no idea. Pass. <laughs> the answer
0: is Dracula. Question no oh. th- <laughs> yep. Okay, you learned something, right? okay. Gay. question yeah. four. How much apparently fake Matrix American dollars did Marcus Chong ask for to reprise his role of Tank in the sequels? You want a number? I want the number because oh. that's, that's what was publicized.
1: Damn it, because I so, know what happened. I know yes. that they denied him and he threw a little fit and maybe hurt some people, but oh God, I don't remember, what, like $10 what you- million? Dollars? <laughs> How much, I don't know, I don't
0: know. One million, Tim, but okay, I believe really. the original amount- Well, he they was did shortchange him, super yeah. super low. Yeah, it was. It I was. love so he, $10 million, yeah. though, for him. I get it, girl. Get it, girl. <laughs> Question number five. Okay. Neo is an anagram of one. What is Tim an anagram of? Mitt. <laughs> now, Tim, the correct answer is of oh, course. Oh, TMI. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, except okay. TMI or MIT, which is like Harvard but for bigots. Yeah. Question okay. number six. Mouse says to deny our own what is to deny what makes us human.
1: Um, uh, <laughs> it's like something like pleasure, because he's talking about the the. Um, T- 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 oh, God. Needs? Impulses. <laughs> that impulses. Is so close. So uh, close. Okay. Okay. half right. Okay.
0: <laughs> Question number seven. What is Nia's name within the Matrix?
1: Thomas Anderson.
0: Bonus for middle initial?
1: J.A. A, but that A- was A-
0: very close.
1: Okay.
0: Number eight. What was this film's MPAA rating?
1: PG 13.
0: Oh, it was rated R. What? Fa- over oh, excessive violence. Queerness, <laughs> excessive, excessive queerness and violence. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Question number nine. Yes or no, The Matrix Resurrections was a bad idea.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, how could one... I just... See, now you're going to have me on record saying that yes, it was a bad idea. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say
0: no just to not have it on record, Tim, but you have balls the size of an East Coaster, so of course. All right, Tim. cipher balls. (laughs) Tim is red. Um, He loves you, Wachowskis. And question number 10, Tim, what in Vogue lyric also provides the tagline?
1: that wait. I'm, I'm envisioning the poster. Because um, oh all I can see is what is the matrix, but obviously that's not an invoke lyric. Um, oh, God. Oh, these are so hard. <laughs> this is unfair. I'm going to get Michael e up on the phone right now. Uh, I, I I can't. It, what is it? Free your mind. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> and the rest Oh my God! Will that's, that's so
0: Tim. <laughs> yeah,
1: be colorblind.
0: The whole line Don't be so shallow. is the whole tagline.
1: Yeah. I just want to, here's a, just to, to I want to revisit question say, Thank nine. You. No, no, no. I, yes. But before I do you, that, yeah, I want before. to, I want to revisit question nine. Cause it was pretty clear that even though Wachowskis thought that that was a bad idea because sure. it's in the script sure. of the movie that Warner Brothers is making them do this. So it's like, (laughs) I don't think I'm ruffling too many Wachowski dreadlocks by, you know, saying that, so. Well, Tim, as
0: I think you've surmised through this whole time, it's a comedy podcast, so I'm sure everybody's (laughs) at home laughing with us. But uh, I'm mostly calculating your score and you did actually pass. So you've now become our resident matrix on the TCU pod, congratulations. Yes. So we've just got enough time for our gender icon award, Tim. Okay. Now, this is an award we give it to uh, somebody who has an epic gender journey or is epic within their gender, has a gender, 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 gender who gives a fuck? Okay. Just to start things off, I chose the Oracle Um, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think the Oracle is somebody who has the mindset of many of the uh, elder trans people, especially that I know of sort of a, you must know yourself and I can't tell you who you are. Um, really early in my transition, I somebody passed me a copy of Stone Butch Blues like it was an encyclopedia. Mm, and yeah. I wanted more of this oracle energy. And that's why I sort of stepped away from the community for about five years, just to really understand how I was masculine and how I was a man. So I love that energy for just trans journey. And I even though she's baking cookies in this sort of traditional female role, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel put on, it just feels totally natural. And I feel like she's, she's living her gender expression. So I, I chose the oracle. I could have chosen the kid at the oracles too, probably, because uh, that seems to be a, maybe an NBI con that's oh, yeah, flipped the, into the no movie. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yes. So if I, maybe if I didn't have, like If I didn't have a searing hatred of children, I would probably go that in that direction, but I can't stand to look at them and hear their stupid voices. Keep children so, away. But, yeah. <laughs> so you can see I have a lot of parental energy just coming out of my pores. But I, uh, this is, I struggled with this because Mm. I wanted to give it to Switch because of the road not taken. What we could have had, but we didn't get it. So I am gonna go with Trinity, who I just feel like just is, if 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 it's truly like, here is masculine and here is feminine, Trinity is right in the middle. I just think that's so cool. And that she was allowed to be that androgynous and be the lead female role and be um, a love interest so that she is romantic and sexual, but still doesn't ever feel like she has to be performative of either gender because she doesn't seem masculine or feminine to me, she just seems like she's her own beast when it comes to her gender expression. And it even feels weird to say her gender expression. Right, like I'm right. making myself say it, but it's like, I kinda wanna say their gender expression, but right. it's just like, um. but yeah, so I would, I would give it to Trinity. I love that. And I also like you pulling
0: back and not giving an award for something that didn't happen, which of course happens in our community all the time. Right. Uh, 25 years later, we're like, hey, you could have been an icon. Here's an award. So right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I like that for us. Uh, <laughs> those are great picks. Congratulations, as usual, to all major award. Well, Tim, we've come to the part in the podcast where I tell you what I really think about you. So dangerous, right? <laughs> so dangerous. God. Oh, God. And What's you've worked for me, out? so this is going to
1: be really exciting.
0: <laughs> I've worked for you. I, um, I, you know, share colleagues with you, which has been so great to expand yep. our queer cinema universe with you creator to creator, I love your creations and I'm excited. Oh, same, I mean, same Thank for you, you by the way. yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. I mean, I think we're both trying to do uh, similar things in that we're trying to raise nuance genre stories into the greater zeitgeist, things that we obsessed over maybe as kids mm-hmm. that we hadn't seen, you know, in a perfect way, uh, in a true way. For queer and trans storytelling, so I want to thank you for all your contributions. Uh, is there anything that you want to share with our audience?
1: Oh God, I um, I would just say uh, while we're talking about queer genre shit, um, my show Demon Hunter, like you said at the beginning, yes. which which you were very generous to work on that set with us, uh, is is available on Amazon and here TV. And uh, I'm in the middle of making a, not in the middle, I'm at the beginning of the journey of making another series that's gonna be an anthology series, of, nice. uh, monthly horror shorts, kind of like a queer version of Into the Dark on Hulu. So it's gonna be holiday based. Yes. Um, and my goal is to make it as um, trans inclusive, queer inclusive, uh, gender expression inclusive, ethnicities—pretty much as much as a rainbow coalition as I can, which is always kind of my mo. But um, you know, it's it's funny when you really try to do that, you get pushback on areas that you weren't necessarily that um, successful with, and uh, you know, especially in um, anonymous internet comments. <laughs> uh, so. And let me tell you, should I read them? No. Do I read them all the time? (laughs) You know, I I think those comments
0: are, uh, have to do with the passion of that queer person and the story that they really want told. But um, for us, we we can just stay true to ourselves, mostly uh, is what we're trying to express, but we're never trying to offend and don't come for us too harshly.
1: We're trying our best. (laughs) We can
0: only do so much. I don't read them, Tim. But yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll uh, uh, make sure all of uh, Tim's links are in the episode description, so that you guys can just go check out this series. It's it's wild and and fun and um, honestly uh, a great watch. Watch Bombshell. Patreon me, baby. Patreon around the world. Uh, There's extra content there. The TCU podcast is out every single Wednesday. We'll be here. Thanks again, Tim. We are out. Not like this. Not like this.